everybody to I Can't Book This, episode 12. I'm your host, Fredo, joined by my co-host, Eddie, and we're here to talk about wrestling. Now, this week's episode is just going to be a special on the all-in pay-per-view that just happened last Saturday. Man, I was through the door. I was just really curious to see how the shit was going to go off in general, like what the quality of the show was going to look like camera-wise, you know, everything. And through the door, I got to say, everything was great presentation-wise. I liked the stage. The stage looked really legit. It didn't strike me as indie anything. Um, what was your take just on the presentation of the show? Uh, to me, it was better than than you see on Impact or other promotions besides the WWE. I was really shocked. The only thing that I had a gripe on was in the beginning of the show, they had a little bit of mic problems. Yeah. But other than that, after that, their mic problems, you know, went away. And then, yeah, overall, the the quality of it, I was shocked. Uh, the stage looked like damn near a WWE set. Yeah. I was shocked on that. I was like, okay, these guys really spent the money and made sure In the that... right places, got pyro and everything. So I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, and then I found it funny when uh, Cody Rhodes came out. I was like, you guys like pyro? <laughs> Basically taking a jab at the WWE. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't do pyro like that anymore, but... Uh, it's just a really good show, uh, especially with the quality. I was shocked. Man. Uh, yeah, we'll get into it on uh, starting with Zero Hour that started uh, on the WGN network or whatever. Uh, SCU versus the Briscoes. Now, for me personally, I've only seen Kazarian wrestle, you know, so I, I was aware of him. but like, And I've heard of the Briscoes, but I've never seen a Briscoes match before. And I've never seen uh, Scorpio Sky or whatever his name was like actually wrestle. So, with that being said, it was still a good match, man. It was a, to me, it was a fire ass tag match. Like I really didn't have too many gripes about it. Uh, I thought it was a good way to start off the uh, pre-show. Uh, like I said, two tag teams that I was unaware about, and yeah, they had some cool ass spots. Like I think there was a spot where Scorpio Sky was pinning one of the Briscoes, and then another one ran up on him. He hit him with like a Northern Light suplex or some shit like that. Like that was dope. Uh, I'm trying to think of what the other spot that I like that happened in the match. Uh, the razor's edge into a neck breaker, basically. That was that yeah. was that was pretty sick. Um, what was your takeaway from the match? Because I know, like you know, you know about Kazarian, but yeah, what was your take on it too? Not knowing these cats. Yeah, I I only knew Frankie Kazarian before this match. Yeah, I like their style in general. Like it's I, maybe I'm tripping when I say this right now, but like to me, I don't think anybody in WWE works like the Briscoes work. So, I mean, maybe their look ain't for WWE, and maybe I don't know. I haven't done my research to see if they've ever expressed interest in them. But fuck that! Like their style could be. I could. I would want to see a revival versus them match. Oh well, that would <laughs> like <laughs> off top. That's the first thing I could think of. But man, uh. Yeah, all in all, it, it was a great match, man. Uh, I was just shocked that Ring of Honor let their champs lose. I mean, not that it meant anything. The belts weren't on the line, but I was just like, wow, Ring of Honor was actually okay with their champs losing. Like, okay, I guess. They're playing fair. I guess. I have nothing bad to say about that shit. Yeah, because I, I didn't expect the Briscoes to lose that match whatsoever. At all, dude. That's why I was like, okay, I'm not mad at it, but it just kind of threw me off a little bit. And then we get to the um, over-budget over bud over budget battle royal. 
you know, they had that last uh, spot open. And I got to admit, man, I was kind of salty at first when Bully Ray came out because I'm just like, really, you know, I understand you're technically a legend, you know, so it's like it's a good look for them to have you involved. But it's like I just felt like at that particular moment as he was walking out, like, God damn it, anybody else would have been better. Flip Gordon would have been better. That's what I was thinking, you know, but as the uh, battle role progressed, what did you think about it? They're leaving the ring and shit. I'm like, yeah, I was confused too for a quick second. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, seeing Bully Ray piss me off, I was like, oh my god. (laughs) The match starts, you know, getting down to the nitty gritty, and people get eliminated, and then I was like, holy fuck, he's gonna win. (laughs) <laughs> yeah billy was chilling his ass in the corner the whole match basically i like the little fake out spot him and dreamer did like you know where they were gonna look like they were gonna do the dive like oh fuck that <laughs> like no yeah i dug it but uh for the most part for me i didn't know a majority of the people i mean besides like gifts and shit i see on twitter but like I guess it was cool, obviously, how we just spoke on. It wasn't like your typical Battle Royal motherfuckers were leaving the ring and bringing weapons in and, you know, all that. Uh, Yeah, Bully Ray put the Chico guy. I mean, that's another character because, like, I was telling you off mic, like, this whole being the elite shit on YouTube. Like, that's one of the main things I want to say, too, about this uh, pay-per-view. A lot of their storylines played out at this pay-per-view. All like all the way through because like damn near except for like you know MJF and Matt Cross and them that was just like I think a match they threw together but everything from being the elite basically paid off but uh yeah so they put the Chico guy he's a legend in the luchador world apparently uh but yeah you know puts him through the table real quick starts the battle roll off uh I'm trying to think what really happened I mean it was a lot going on man that Moose guy ain't for me bro. That moose and he's over here punching everybody. Like, dude, that shit really annoys me. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He does not have a. I mean, I'm not. I don't look like I can be a wrestler, but no, man, I'm not buying what the fuck they selling in in Impact with that guy. I'm sorry, no. Yeah, I I don't care if he was an ex football player. That shit means zero to me. Like, no, you just. My uh, (laughs) my favorite part of the match is when Billy Gunn told uh, Buddy in the tutu. He's like, "Suck this bitch," and then threw him over the ropes. (laughs) Like, dude, we're on. TV, TV. Yeah. we're not even on the pay-per-view, man. Like, I don't know if that's okay. Obviously, you said it. Fuck it, it's out there. But, like, yeah, at that moment, I'm just wondering if the Bucks and Cody are in the back. Like, fuck. <laughs> WGN's <laughs> never going to let us be on their, tape or their, their television again. Ever, man. Uh, yeah, Moose wasn't for me. Uh, I didn't like how uh, Bully Ray pulled that Marco kid's hair, man, when he was falling off the motherfucking Yeah, bro. He just literally, like, I don't know if that's you. Just, I'm, I'm a legend. I'm in this business. Like, come on, man. Have a little bit of decency about yourself. He played it off. It's not like he fucking, you know, acted like a bitch about it, but... You know, it's just like I just I didn't really care for that spot. Like you could have just let it go and kept on moving. You didn't have to drag him by his fucking hair back up to the apron. You know, yeah. So I didn't really care for that spot. I mean, I get it. You're bully Ray now. You're a bad guy. I get it, but I ain't really care for that shit. Uh, that cheeseburger, that skinny uh, black dude that was palming everybody. I hated that spot. 
I'm sorry, I don't want to sound like I'm discriminating, but like I'm not a fan of shit that does, and I'm going to get a little bit into this more on, on the same subject. But like that cheeseburger palming everybody, I don't care if you watch anime and you got the fucking power of whoever, I don't care, dude. Like that shit did not do anything for me. You just jumping in palming everybody. Yeah. yeah Brian was... Cage could have picked your ass up and threw you into the 15th row if he wanted to. Like I'm not buying that shit. Like so that was just stupid to me. But then I'm gonna sound like a hypocrite because I hated that part, but I liked when Hurricane got his choke slams off. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I know I would sound like a hypocrite, but like, yeah, I did not feel that fucking cheeseburger spot. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. When when Hurricane came in and started doing the choke slams, I'm like, bro, this ain't fucking 2002 anymore. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I could understand. But there was a lot of things, a lot of little things about the pay per view that like old old school like wrestling heads would be pissed off about. Oh, they were. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, they were definitely. And. And a lot of shit, bro, I can't blame him. <laughs> like, yeah, there's a lot of shit, you know, yeah. that's like, yeah, I could see why you're pissed the fuck off and you, you feel disrespected. Like, it's good. yeah, it was. But overall, though, the Battle Royal was fun. It was uh, a lot. Random question, just like in general, though, I just th- thought about, uh, what was your thoughts of Austin Gunn? I didn't even know Billy had a son that was a wrestler, so that just blew me all the way together. Like, what? Bro, <laughs> like, did it okay. or did it not look like the fucking... Uh, it looked like a, like an off brand of Billy Gunn, bro. Like same mannerisms and everything. It was just like a shorter, not as swole version of Billy Gunn, and I was just dying the whole time. Like, come on, poor guy. Um, trying like I'm just like going off like the, when I'm remembering uh that Marco kid. I think he ran up on Brian Cage and he was gonna do like a some type of spinning side slam, but he fucking countered it into a code breaker. Like that was dope. Like I don't I've never seen that kind of shit done in wrestling before. So like that kid earned a little interest from me just off doing that. Uh, I didn't really care for the whole Jordan Grace and Brian Cage shit. Like he's it's the same scenario. Like I get it, you know, you you're you know, you're swole too, like you do your shit. You know, you're not, like, some little petite woman, so I get it. But, like, you ain't fucking with Brian Cage, though. Like, that's where I can see people like Jim Cornette and shit getting pissed off. Like, that shit makes no sense. You can't really, you know what I mean? But then again, it goes into, you know, that's the kind of shit that you get when you watch indie wrestling with the uh, women versus men matches. That's the kind of shit. They even it out. So, in a sense, I can respect it. But in the other sense, I can see why people get pissed off. But, uh... She damn near split the back of her head open. I didn't know if you caught that shit, but when uh Brian Cage buckle bombed her ass into the mm-hmm. corner, her fucking head looked like it very was very close to hitting that damn pole. Yeah. She went back too far with her head. Yeah. Uh trying to think. Then yeah, I what? Uh ended up looking like, you know, ring ends up clearing out, obviously. Everybody does their little spots and shit. Weapons are introduced, everybody ends up getting eliminated. I'm trying to think who it was down to. It was Bully Ray. He eliminated uh, Jordan Grace. Was was it Brian Cage left last, or am I tripping? I can't really remember. Oh, no, it was down to Colt and Bully at yeah. the end. Yeah, at, at Colt. And then, you know, I'm like, okay, for a second there, I'm like, okay, they're going to let the hometown boy get his title shot, which I wasn't. I wouldn't have been mad at. Like, okay, cool, whatever, Colt's going to go over. No, you know, Bully Ray ends up dishing him. All for Chico to fucking get back in the ring and reveal himself as Flip Gordon. So I'm like, okay, once again, another thing from being the elite for, like, the past year, ever since All In's been announced, he's been campaigning hard to get, like, you know, signed on for the show. And Cody's just like, no, you'll never fucking be on All In. Like, 
it was been a running gag on the show and shit. So I I thought it was cool. That was a nice payoff after all that shit on the show gets to re- be revealed and that he gets his little title shot. And that's how we ended up ended uh the zero hour. So in general, from it being their first pre show, how would you grade? I guess their first pre show. Uh, the battle royal was fun. The Briscoes showed out. Uh, Frankie Kazarian and his partner did a good job. SCU. Yeah, yeah, SCU. <laughs> uh, uh, besides a little bit of mic problems in the beginning, I thought it was a pretty fucking good pre-show. Uh, that's the type of pre-show you need to be having. Hell yeah. <laughs> Not a bunch of video packages where we're watching the same fucking video package we've over seen and for over. three fucking weeks. Man. All right, now we're going to switch to the main card. They open up with MJF and Matt Cross. I'll let you take the the wheel on this one. Started off. What was your uh, take on it? What, what was you know? How are you feeling about it? Uh, it wasn't bad, but not really memorable. <clears throat> um, to start it off, it's like uh, okay. Uh, I've never seen these guys. I don't know who they are, so yeah. <laughs> it's hard to judge it. But uh, it was okay. It was okay for me. Uh, there's other matches that. You know, jumped off the card that did a great job that, you know, or just I remember more about this match was okay for me. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a typical match. I mean, it had some cool some moments and the spots and the shit, but it was like your typical back and forth. I got to say, though, like, I'm a little bit of a fan of the MJF character. You know what I mean? Like, he reminds me of Miz. Okay. Like, so, I mean, like, I, mean, I don't know how long he's been in this shit. I don't know what, you know, his tenure is, but, like, I'm slightly interested in you. I mean, I... I'd sit here and pay attention a little bit more to you. Now, I mean, I ended up following him on Twitter and shit just to stay in the loop a little bit more about this guy. But Matt Cross, too, he impressed me, too. I never seen or heard of him. So, uh, yeah, that it, it was a decent match to start off the pay-per-view, I guess. Like I said, it was a match I feel they just put together, two guys that could work, didn't have nothing at stake, didn't have a story with it. Just, they're just going to go out and, you know, do what they do. So, Well, uh, I think the <laughs> I like the Burberry on uh... – <laughs> MJP, how he had the Burberry uh, oh, shorts. So yeah. I was like, all right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, okay, I, I dig it. I dig it. I, I, like, you know, you're really doing this snob rich boy character, so I, I can fuck with it. Like, yeah, that can get over in any promotion, I feel like. So he should be doing fine on the indies, regardless of what ends up happening with him. Uh, the next match, what, was Christopher Daniels versus Stephen Amell? Yeah. Gotta say, off top, I was pleasantly surprised with uh, Stephen Amell, man. He did his little bit of shit in WWE, you know, where, I, you know, he just did a couple moves. I think he did, like, a springboard from the outside into the ring. And, you know, like, okay, whatever, you know, you're athletic. You know, you got to do a lot of shit to be in shape for your Arrow show. So I wasn't too surprised with the WWE shit. But to actually see him have a match, why is he a better wrestler than Ronda? I've been waiting a fucking week to ask you this question. Why is Stephen Amell a better wrestler than Ronda? Because he's had more than four matches? Dude, that shit, that shit blows me. Like, you mean to tell me some guy that's just, yeah, it can't be that hard type shit. I'm going to try it out. And he's just knocking it out the park. I mean, yeah, he messed up on his coast to coast. But, I mean, hey, that shit. Man, hey, okay. I'm not going to lie. He he did a good job. Obviously, I didn't know anything about him before the pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you brought me up to date while we were watching it. I didn't know this guy was a TV star. I didn't know any of, the, any of that. But for somebody who's not a wrestler, I felt like he took a, he took some bumps in that match where yeah. it was like, okay, well, 
shit. Like shit, the chops alone. He posted a picture, I believe, on his Instagram of how his chest was looking after the match. Like, yeah, but um, I'm pretty sure you earned a lot of respect from the boys in the back just from even going and doing what you did and taking what you took. So, man. Yeah, yeah, the coast to coast. <laughs> it was like that Shane spot, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he almost hit it. Good for him. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, there wasn't. I don't really want to keep count of how many botches but like the ones that just stuck out to me was the coast to coast and then when christopher daniels fucked up his main move that he's been doing forever yeah i remember that that, that moonsault shit like bro that's what you that's always been your shit like what happened yeah like, and he, what he, happened? he really overshot that too like it was a f- far overshot man all in all, though, as the pay per view is progressing, like I like I would say, like I th- thought that was another good match. I mean, it, that was like a storyline from being the elite or whatever. So I mean, I thought it was cool. Christopher Daniels, I've always been like a f- little fan of his, like since watching him in TNA, you know, as the Fallen Angel and shit. So like I used to dig his old shit. So it's just cool to me to see him still out here doing it. And besides that moonsault mess up, like he still he can still work. So I, I was like happy with that, you know. Um, Britt Baker versus Chelsea Green, Madison Rain, and Tessa Blanchard. I hope the girls in WWE are like looking at this shit like, whoa, we got this revolution going on, but uh, there's other women out here that's busting ass too. So it's not like we're just, we can kick our feet up because you can't. These women are on y'all's heels, and I'm pretty sure they're going to be on the radar for WWE within the next year. At least, at least out of the four, at least two of them I see definitely getting signed. At some point within the next year. Okay, for me, this was the best match of the night. But I gotta say though, if, if I'm any of them girls, I don't want to come to the WWE. I like, mean, well, I gotta rephrase. Tessa signed the Impact, so I mean that definitely she's not gonna be going anytime soon until her contract's up. Even though I think WWE fucked up by not signing her, but yeah, I guess I can see what you're saying. Like, you know, you're doing great on the Indies, but well, it's like if y'all can work like that, like yes, let's get the trash out of WWE and let's just get a whole division of good women wrestlers. Fu- okay, yeah, I, it's, it all sounds good, but you you got to look at like what the fuck is going on. Like you you see Oscar barely you know yeah barely on TV, and that that's in my eyes probably the best female wrestler in the world, and like. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are getting fucked over for people like Ronda. I was like, fuck no, I don't want to leave my spot where I'm making money. And I'm- yeah, right now, probably, yeah, I can see what you're saying. Right now, probably won't be the ideal time then. Maybe like it's Ronda year or two. time and shit. Like, so it's like, yeah, let her get normalized and be, you know, taking her, you know, L's now. And then maybe that would be the time to come in. But yeah, you guys will probably get fed to her easily. Uh, yeah, man, I got to agree to, in my opinion, and this this is nothing against any of the other matches on the card, but to me, like, that match really grabbed my attention, and that is legit my favorite match of the night. Yeah. Like, that was a really good fucking match. I mean, I think the ref and them fucked up the ending. I don't know if that was the way it was supposed to end or not. I mean, hey, who knows? But, I mean, other than that, like, yeah, they all worked. I mean, I never – I'm trying to think. I never really – watched anybody besides Madison Rain and that's just from the TNA days and shit with being with Velvet Sky and shit with doing the bi- the beautiful people shit so I mean I was aware of her but like I've never watched Chelsea or you know Tessa really besides what I believe she was in the Mae Young Classic last year I yeah. believe she was so I mean yeah I probably saw that and then as far as Britt Baker like I yeah I definitely never saw anything from her so I didn't know what to expect from them I didn't know if it was gonna be a throwaway match or or what but yeah they all showed out man and uh, I'm a fan of all of them I gotta say now I, I think my favorite spot was uh, 
when Br- Britt Baker was just sling blading everybody <laughs> on her Finn Balor shit. <laughs> on her Finn Balor shit, I was like, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was I was pleasant, pleasantly surprised with Britt Baker being Adam Cole's girlfriend. Like, okay, well, she 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 can fuck work, man. Like, she can do her thing. I'm pretty. I I was I was thoroughly impressed with that female match. Like, and f- and for them to tear tear the house down and. In my eyes, outdo every guy on the card. Yeah, you. It says a lot, man, because it wasn't like a, it wasn't some a bunch of pushovers on the card. So it's like, yeah, for y'all to stand out like that amongst all that hot ass talent that was on that, like, yeah, that says a lot to me. Shit. Yeah. Uh, what a match. Um, yeah, I was gonna say the only reason I feel like two, like if I had to pick two of them that I feel like are gonna be going to WWE would obviously be Britt Baker and Chelsea Green, just because they're significant others. Or in the on the company, so I mean, yeah, just like Candice ended up coming in eventually for with Johnny, Candace. I feel I feel like eventually they'll end up making their way just to be closer because it got to be you know stressful with that bullshit. So I can see them too, definitely. Tessa, who knows? Who knows? Maybe she'll come after her impact contracts done, but uh, Madison, I don't know, especially with her taking this uh, exit in the May Young Classic, a bit of a spoiler, sorry, but. Uh, yeah, with her taking that exit early in the tournament, I don't think she's gonna have any future in WWE. But I could be wrong. But it'll you know we have to wait and see on that one. Uh, the next match, which I feel like should have been the main event or at least the co-main event, Cody Rhodes versus Nick Aldis for the NWA Heavyweight Title. Uh, what was your opinion on that match, man? So I've never seen Nick Aldis before this match, but I was. When when he came out, I was like, okay, I've never seen him before, and I was like, he looks the part, like he looks like a champion to me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, obviously the NWA, you know, used to be the 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 top promotion in the world for yeah. for a long time, and it's like when I saw him, I was like, okay, I could understand why this guy would be a champion and maybe try to bring the NWA back, and obviously Cody is Cody, you know, he's a pretty good worker. Yeah, you know, not not the best, but definitely up there. And it was like to to me, it was a great match, uh, back and forth. But Cody, it, w- it wasn't a cakewalk for Cody. No, yeah, the, uh, Nick Aldis looked like a champion and wrestled like a champion out there, and I was pretty happy with it. It gave I don't know if you can agree with this, but it gave me like an old school vibe. I don't know if they deliberately did it just because it was for the NWA title or what, but like it wasn't. It it didn't give me like a indie feel type of match. Like it, it reminded me of some shit that you would see. Well, for me in my age range, like WCW, like the old days when they used to have the older guys there. Actually, you know, before NWO and all that bullshit. Like it reminded me of a real old school type of match. So I was I was happy with that. Uh, my one gripe was what the fuck was going on with the blade job on the outside. Yeah. You know, Cody looks up, his face is clean. Five minutes later goes by, it feels like at least. And then, you know, finally he looks up and he's gushing like, dude, like, I don't know if you had the blade, if Paige had the blade, the ref had the blade. Somebody had the motherfucker and just didn't do it on time. Because I felt like that really kind of took away from the momentum of the match of you lollygagging on the outside trying to get your shit together. You're underneath the table. You know what I mean? So when that was going on, I'm figuring that was when you were doing it. And then that, I think after that is when he popped his head up, fucking still clear face. But other than that, like, yeah, I mean, I was happy for him taking the W, getting the championship, being the uh, first, second generation wrestler to hold the NWA championship So as their father. So, I mean, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I just feel like that match and the way they build it and worked it for this past uh, 
shit, I don't even know how long it's been. I want to say a few months now. But, like, just given the build for it, I feel like it should have been the main event, if not co-main event. Like, I get it. You know, you threw the show. You probably didn't want to see, like, you're feeling yourself too much. But, like, yeah, fuck that. That's for the end of the most prestigious championship in wrestling, as you guys want to put it now. Is That's what it got to be then. Like, it should have been main event, co-main event, in my opinion. But other than that, solid match. Uh, congratulations to Cody and all that good shit. You know, like, I... I have nothing bad to say. I think uh, NWA made a good choice. Now this their program can continue. Hopefully that brings more eyes onto the NWA product. product. Yeah, I, I, w- I would hope that you keep doing more matches between them. Yeah, definitely. It can't stop now, especially now that he got the belt. I don't even know who else NWA even messes with that could be competitors and challengers next. But, like, yeah, you can. you got a nice program in front of you. Like, just be smart about it. Keep running with it. Um. Adam Page versus Joey Janela in the Chicago Street Fight. I've heard of Joey Janela, never seen him wrestle. I've always seen Adam Page on Being the Elite, never seen a seen a single match from that man. So I always felt like, what the fuck is he in Bullet Club for? Like, well, you know, he's probably a scrub, blah blah blah. Like I used to, I got to be honest, I used to not like even be interested in the slight bit about him, but this match with a uh, Janela man, like, made me a fan of both of them. Like, in all honesty, I mean, like, it made me a fan of both of them. Uh, they were just going all out, I feel like, you know. Like, they, it was a street fight, and they really did that shit. Like, as a street fight, it wasn't just going to be just, you know, trash can lid here, or, you know, something like that. Fucking power bomb from the stage through the tables. That shit was cool. The 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 spot to the outside, how he had the ladder on top of the uh, cracker barrel, barrel, and, yeah, all that shit. Like, yeah, they, they were going in, man. Yeah, Joey, uh... Took some crazy spots in that match, man. Some shit I wouldn't do. Like, <laughs> right? ain't no fucking way you're about to try to power bomb me off this shit, off the off the stage, and then you didn't even throw me right, and I literally probably only hit my head on the table, and that was it. Yes, like, what the fuck, dog? His fucking head, dude. Like, damn. I was like, he tried to kill Joey. <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, I don't know about that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have did that shit, but. Uh, overall, though, the match was just spot crazy. Like, there was just a bunch of spots in that match. Yeah, they had I didn't the, expect it. I walked into that motherfucker blind, man. So I was just like, oh, okay, we on this type of time right now. Like, okay, I'm not mad. Th- th- to, to me, this was like match number two or three of the night. Like, this was right under the girls' match. There was a bunch, just a bunch of spots in the matches where, I, like, I was sitting there, like, "Wow, you really <laughs> just did that." This shit just happened. <laughs> Especially when he did the suplex. <laughs> Uh, off the apron onto the uh, onto the ladder, and fucking like the ladder didn't move, and Buddy just like took all that bump. Yeah, he landed mostly on the barrel where there's no fucking give. <laughs> like, yeah, you're supposed to land them in the middle, man, so the shit can bend or whatever. But yeah, yeah. That, that was crazy. It was bad. Like, then they had the cracker cracker barrel uh, spot. There was just a lot of lot of lot of spots in that match where I was just like, yeah, bro, they're 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 showing out. <laughs> they're, they're they're trying to get a new fan base yeah that's what i'm saying that's what that's what i was taking it as like i could say the same thing maybe for mjf and matt cross like yo like we're gonna make sure we get noticed at least so yeah i feel like everybody basically went into that that's like not used to this kind of stage was like yeah we're gonna go out there and show the fuck out somebody's gonna want to follow me or look at some of my old work you know what i mean so yeah um yeah adam page ended up picking up the w Upon rewatching that shit, he almost really fucked himself up. 
like his feet got caught in the ladder when he jumped off yeah. to do that move. I didn't notice that on the first watch through, so I just thought it was like, okay, that match was supposed to be that way. But when I rewatched it, I'm like, yo, that could have ended horribly. Bad, man. But yeah, he does the spot off the ladder through the table, picks up the win. Are we going to talk about... Man, I got yeah, I got to speak on this shit cuz I'm sorry, man. Like I see some of y'all talking on Twitter like this shit this is what wrestling needs. This whole Joey Ryan bullshit, man. I'm sorry. I'm not even going to get on some Cornette shit, but I can agree with him in a sense about that. There's nothing in wrestling that needs that shit. Nothing at all. This guy's whole gimmick is having people grab his dick and fucking do fake flip spots with it. Like I'm sorry. Like you are a special grade of mentality if you think that shit's entertaining. Man or woman, I'm sorry. And I don't want to come off rude, but, like, that shit has been on my mind since the pay-per-view. And then going on Twitter and seeing people co-sign that shit, trying to play it off like Cornette's just old and bitter. It's not about being old and bitter. When you have a love for a certain sport, motherfucker, you ain't going to sit there and agree with this kind of dumb shit. That is dumb. I understand that was another angle from being the elite. You know, you murdered them because, you know, they had this infatuation with who's the real best dick wrestler in wrestling. Which was, I think, another reason why in the beginning I wasn't too much of a fan of Adam Page. Because that was his whole fucking shtick. But, um, yeah, man, that Joey Ryan (laughs) shit, bro. No pun intended. Yeah. (laughs) Man, that shit, dude, that shit had me hot a little bit, dude. Just seeing the reactions from people actually, like, defending the shit. Acting like this is, like, I'm sorry, that's, that's fucking bullshit. That was dumb, the whole, you know, trying to be like Undertaker. I didn't even chuckle at that shit, man. That was a waste of time. You guys were sitting here uh, running out of time at the end of the pay-per-view. Hey, guess what? Y'all could have cut that whole fucking dumbass penis shit out, and you could have had some extra time to finish your fucking speech on air. Joey Ryan still could have came out, made his appearance, and you could have sold up the uh, you know the end of that storyline still. But to do all that procession and shit, that shit was stupid as fuck. And I guess it was the Young Bucks idea for them to do that shit. I don't, I don't know. I don't care who's responsible, but just know that's fucking dumb. Yeah, I, I saw that shit. I saw the penises coming out, and I was like, yeah, bro, what the fuck is going on? Like, obviously, I don't know about all this being the elite shit. Yeah. I, I'm not too caught up on it, but I saw the dicks coming out, and I'm like, for real? <laughs> really? That's what I'm saying, man. Like, dude, like, I, I don't know. Like, I really get lost for words. That It's like, this is where we are as wrestling fans. We have dumbed down that much to where we think that kind of shit is funny. I, I, didn't, I didn't find that shit in the least bit entertaining. At all, man. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, I just, I'm sorry. That shit was like the worst part of the whole pay-per-view. The actual card, not the, you know, the whole shit as a whole, but like the actual pay-per-view. That was the worst part, man. So like, yeah, that shit pissed me off. Y'all are some goddamn goofies out there on, in the Twitterverse that think that shit is actually acceptable, man. Like, I don't want to see that motherfucker on my TV ever again. You ain't never going to be shit in life like in the wrestling world. Okay, you sell your merch. Good job, buddy. Anybody can do that shit. I could start pressing up some fucking shirts and something. But, like, you're never going to do anything worthwhile in this business besides be known as a guy that likes to have people touch his dick. So, so I've I've been hearing Jim Cornette talk about this shit for a while. And, like, you know, I obviously I'm a Cornette fan, but I've always went into the situation, like, Maybe, you know, I'm going to keep open mind. Like, yeah. you know, always, you know, you know, is he wrong for always being an asshole? But yeah, like, you just don't want to hear what he says and write everybody off yeah. that he's talking about. Yeah. Like, you know, let me form my own opinion real quick to see if this man's tripping or not. But, but watching that shit, you can't tell me that that does anything to fucking put a butt in the seat. That's not, it's, it's pointless to me. That shit was so fucking stupid. And, and, and that's the reason why a lot of people I know don't watch wrestling shit like that. Exactly. 
And that's the point that Cornette's trying to make. And people are like, oh, we don't need people like Cornette in the wrestling community if that's the way he's going to feel. Why? Because he wants better. He doesn't want dumb shit like that happening. I can't agree with him when it comes to the whole flipping shit. I love the cruiserweight type shit. Well, yeah. I can't agree with him on that. But, like, he is spot on about this shit. Like, I'm sorry. I know you guys like the, you know, we're different. This is how different we are. Like, no, <laughs> that shit is, is dumb, man. Like, I don't want to go too long like, because I'm just going to keep repeating the same shit like I've kind of already been doing. But, like, it wasn't for me. Worst part of the pay-per-view, in my opinion. Never want to see anything about this cat ever again come across my timeline. And, um, yeah, I guess we're going to move on to the next match then, which is Flip Gordon versus Jay Lethal for the Ring of Honor World uh, Championship. How did you feel about it? Uh, so I've I've been hearing about Jay Lethal for years. I've never watched him, but I know he's always been in the main title picture at Ring of Honor and either had the belt or has been around the belt. So... This was really my first chance to, you know, take a re- real peek at him. Uh, I love, absolutely love the fucking uh, Randy Savage shit. Him, him coming out with that, with that type of thing, coming out with his brother, and the actual Macho Man jacket. Yeah, like that was like legit from Randy shit. So like, yeah, I, I dug that. Yeah, and uh, had his mannerisms down. Like I, for, I don't care what anybody says. I want to see a Jay Lethal and uh, Velveteen Dream match. I think it could be good. I think that would be a good match. That that's who I want to see. But overall, it was a dope match. I mean, Flip Gordon. Once again, I've heard a lot about him. He's always come across my timeline, but I've never actually checked him out. I thought he did good. Yeah, he's he's really good, man. For him to be so young, and I think he's only been doing this shit for a couple years. On top of that, so it's not even like he's like a well traveled wrestler. So the the you know the, for. His progress is open. Ain't no telling how great this kid's gonna end up being. So I'm interested in him. He's small though. Yeah, that boy's small. That's what I'm. That's what I like. Feel bad about when it comes to like indie workers and WWE workers because it's like you're gonna end up getting thrown on 205 Live, bro. They're not gonna fucking see anything else other than that. Yeah, like like you you going for the Ring Honor title, like yeah, you're not gonna be going for the universal. Like, yeah, Braun's yeah. gonna be wrecking. <laughs> yeah, seeing on the indies, everyone's damn near around the same height, so that's why that shit works. And you can have a program with anybody because everybody is around the same height. But once you get in the WWE, there's fucking behemoths out there, dude. So it's not gonna work that well. <laughs> I can't <laughs> run it around with monsters. For like, real, it's, man. That, but yeah, yeah it's. <laughs> I just felt bad because I was like, yeah, he's a really good worker, but it's like, yeah, bro, if you ever got signed by the WWE. You're going straight on 205 Live, and that's it. Yeah, that's that's gonna be it, man. Um, yeah, uh, like like you touched on, I, I dug the whole Randy shit. You know, like um, I used to see him do that black machismo gimmick in TNA back in the day, and I dug it back then when he was doing it. So for him to dust it off and bring it back for the pay per view, and you know, that's something that was going on with the being the elite show where people would touch him and he would go from Jay to Randy and back and forth and so on and so on. So I dug the fact that. Not only did they do like the little old school WrestleMania spots and shit with the uh, you know the handshake and then uh, the whole shit with uh, Brandy basically being in Elizabeth's role, I dug that. I loved the fact that he wrestled like Randy while he was under the influence of him, and then as soon as he got that tapping with the Jay Lethal, the whole fucking flow of the match changed. I loved that. That was yeah. great to me. Yeah, that, that that was some great storytelling. Like if you really watch that match, there's a lot of little shit that's going on that, re- like if if you're a true wrestling fan, like you'll notice. Yeah, little, man. Little mannerisms, little yeah, like the WrestleMania spots. It's like, 
you got to be a real wrestling fan to watch that. And otherwise, you might be a little lost. Like, okay, this is dumb. This is wasting time. But like, no, they're paying homage a lot to Randy, man. Yeah. So like that that was dope. I, I, I really liked that. I thought it was dope that they brought his brother out. I was yeah. like, okay, so he's really co-signing this shit. So. Yeah, like actually legit cool. It is not no longer a question of how does the family feel. But, uh, yeah, you know, all in all, though, great match. Jay Lethal, of course, ends up winning. I didn't see Ring of Honor letting their belt get dropped on a show that's not them. Regardless of how good their relationship is with the Bucks, I just didn't see that shit happening. So I wasn't surprised by the uh, the result. But it was a good match, man. Like, happy for Flip that he got booked. Happy that he got the, you know, goal for the Ring of Honor championship. So, all in all, I was happy with the match. What was your takeaway from it? Like, were you cool with it or it could have been better or what? Uh... I thought I thought it was really good. I I like I like Flip Gordon and I like Jay Leto after this match. Like, yeah, it kind of sold me. It was, I mean, it's not gonna be the best match of the night, but it was up there. It was it was pretty good. Yeah, another good match, man. Um, Kenny Omega versus Pentagon Junior. I'll let you take the wheel again. Uh, so I don't I don't have New Japan or their their subscription monthly. Yeah, me neither, man. I, I wish I had an app for it. I'd probably pay for it. But anytime I get to see Kenny wrestle, <laughs> it's a good day. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm a big, big fan of Kenny, and I, I've watched, I've watched a lot of his shit from overseas. And it, this was just another match where it was like, yeah, it's Kenny. Yeah. It's a cleaner. The Omega. Uh, let's just hope that you know, when his contract's up, coming up here, you know, he makes a smart move. We can only hope, man. Uh, yeah, Pentagon, yeah, I, I, well, starting with Kenny, I agree with you with Kenny. Anytime seeing a Kenny match is a great time, you know you're going to have a good match. It's not like, uh, this might be shitty. So through the door, I was glad that it was going to be a Kenny match. And then as far as Pentagon Jr. goes, I've only seen him a couple times because, you know, since we polled, did the poll on Twitter seeing if people would be interested in us watching Impact and, re, you know, Talking on that, I started, you know, watching the show a little bit, and I've seen him a little bit on the show along with Ray Phoenix, and I like what I see, man. Like that, the, them two together. I I guess it was like a dream match, so that's why they put it together, and it was good in my opinion. I liked it. Um, Kenny's Kenny, you know, he you know he gets his knees off and all that <laughs> shit. So I mean, uh, ain't too much really we can say that people don't already know about Kenny. And then as but as far as Pentagon, like I. Another guy, because there was quite a few people on this card that I was just like, I would like to see WWE or NXT pick them up. Just, you know, so they can get in a better position and get way better exposure. Regardless of how it plays out storyline-wise, uh, we all know how that shit goes. But, like, yeah, there was quite a few people, and Pentagon Jr. is one of them. Like, I would, like, and, and, and you know, he's a luchador, so I, you're going to fit right in with motherfucking 205 Live. You can make that shit great, especially with the tag belts, gonna you know, ominously hanging in the cut somewhere like that shit's going to be introduced like so hell I, I, I would like to see him and his brother phoenix get signed uh was i tripping or did they say that uh kenny's weight was close to 205 because i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure i, I might have missed that could have swore they said like <clears throat> 215 or something and i was like i was like man kenny can't be that that yeah <laughs> yeah that skinny <laughs> like kenny you put some weight on his bones like uh, yeah, he got brawn running around all right, we need you to go for the belt, dog. God damn it. Um, yeah, uh, before I trail off too much, though, uh, what did you think of the end result? Like, was you like you know, was it what you expected, or was you expecting it to go any kind of way? Or like, well, 
I didn't expect Kenny to lose. <laughs> like, I would... If Kenny lost him, I'd be like, okay, what are we doing? Because, you know, if, if he's kind of like the I, IWGP yeah. heavyweight champion, like, I'd be pretty fucked up if he lost. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he picks up the W, and then Chris Jericho fucking shocks the wrestling world and actually performs on U.S. soil for a different company other than WWE. Well, is this really a company? Is, I mean, it's it's not technically a promotion, but I mean, it's an alliance of promotions. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. Well, when he came in and did the code breaker, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and then just the fucking crowd was just—that's called a pop. Yeah, like I—it's it's it's crazy to see Jericho because I, you know, watching him when he came the first night he came to WWE and just getting that crazy pop. And fucking so many years later, damn near 20 years later, he's still getting that same crazy pop. Like, how over can you get in life? Like, that guy is so over. Jericho, man. Like, he just, you know, everyone seems to be a fan. He deserves it. You know, like, going from crybaby Jericho to where the hell he's at now. Like, you deserve all the accolades and the love that you get from your fans in the wrestling world. So, uh, yeah, they're continuing their angle. I guess now they're going to have a match on Jericho's cruise that's coming. uh, That's going to be coming up. I don't even know when that's going to be. I ain't going. So I ain't really been, you know, keeping tabs on the shit. But I guess they're going to have a match on the cruise. So. Hopefully yeah, there's some said, form of footage or something from that shit that comes from it, hopefully. Didn't he say at the end, he said, I'll see you on the cruise. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that that's, I mean, that was a cool little moment. You know, I was just kind of in shock that Jericho actually appeared on a different, on somebody else's TV besides WWE. You know what I mean? That shit just kind of threw me off. Like, wow, he kind of went back on his word. But then reading interviews, he said that, you know, his mind frames kind of changed. He likes the idea of being a part of this cool indie re- wrestling revolution type deal. So, I mean, I guess I can dig it. Yeah, shit comes about, your opinions change. I mean, hopefully Vince will just understand. I mean, shit, it's not like they're taking money out of your mouth or food out of your mouth, money out of your wallet. So, I mean, hopefully he's cool with it and hopefully that doesn't, you know, burn any bridges or anything for him. Uh, But moving on, though, uh, Marty Skrull versus Okada. The Japanese John Cena. That's always the reference I keep getting. I don't know if it's because how it has to be because of how over he is because he does a bunch of different moves. So it's not like we could sit sit there and say he has like a five moves of doom list, but yeah, man. Um, what did you think about the villain versus the the rainmaker? <laughs> uh, I'm a huge Marty Scroll fan, and they both did just a, an outstanding job. I liked when he uh, he did the spot where he grabbed his fingers and yeah, when he was snapped. doing the 205 live uh, taunt or whatever. Yeah, that was that, that was good. Yeah, it was uh. Obviously, people are going to try to shit on Marty because he's smaller, but I don't care what anybody says, man. That guy can go with anybody. Like, that guy can have a match with anybody. For real. And he's, and he's just fucking dope to me. And any, any, once again, anytime I can see a, a fucking Marty Scroll match, I'm going to be happy. I I love, his, I love his little gimmick. I love everything about him. His ring work is just top notch. I, I was more interested in, like, well, for me personally, like, I just wanted to see what Okada really brought to the table because I always hear him talked about in such high regard. So it was like, okay, let me see what this guy's talking about. And just just the, the way they put the match together, I thought it worked out perfectly. You know, I'm being the elite. Marty's been trying to beef up and shit because, <laughs> you know, everyone's been, well, Okada's been making the 205 live jokes and shit. So 
storyline wise he's been trying to beef up and go to the gym more and obviously there was the struggle spots where he was trying to power bomb him and couldn't because he was too big or when he had him in the chicken wing and he couldn't put his arms because his arms are too small like shit like that was playing into it so I, I, I liked it um, I wasn't mad just another match that progressed the card in general just another good solid match like you know like when you get I guess when you get Okada you're gonna get what you get from him which is good shit everyone says and then Marty I'm a fan of him so it was like yeah there wasn't too many fuck ups to where I'm like yeah I'm not feeling it so all in all I really liked the match another like I said another good match to keep the uh, pay-per-view flow going uh, then we move on to the main event of the whole card Young Bucks and Kota Ibushi known as the Golden Elite versus Bandito Ray Phoenix and Ray Mysterio first of all I gotta say I loved Ray Mysterio's attire I mean it's cool that he's still doing that shit where he's pulling out you know, the cool shit for the big pay-per-views to do the Wolverine, especially like that shit was dope. Uh, uh, what was your feel about this match? Uh, I love, I, I like the luchador side, uh, having Ray Phoenix, who I hope signs with the WWE soon. Yes, definitely. Uh, I liked him. Ray, Ray looked surprisingly mobile to me. Uh, he looked like, yeah, he trained for that shit. He wasn't, he came into that pay-per-view ready to go. Hell yeah. Um, and then obviously, obviously, you know, the Young Bucks are good. Uh, I am a huge Coda fan. I think he robbed us. He should be on 205 Live right now. He's just <laughs> killing with him and Cedric Alexander. But I thought it was just dope all, all through. Obviously, you're going to have a bunch of super kicks. You're going to have yeah. a lot of what, what some people would say stupid like spots where, you know, they they do their indie type type moves yeah. and everybody's you know doing their drop kicks at one time and shit like that. But that's just what you come to expect on a Young Bucks match. So overall, it's like yeah, you're gonna have maybe some people aren't gonna like. It. I liked it, but there's gonna be parts of the match where yeah, it's like yeah, there's some questionable stuff like as far as how the match like it progresses and there's certain spots that you have. But yeah. I liked it though. I thought it was good. Uh, the standout to me on that match was Bandito, man. I never heard this cat at all. Like, I don't even know how long he's been, how how old he is, anything about this man. But, like, that was the standout star to me. Like, how you were saying during the pay-per-view, like, is it fucking Neville? Because he did have the body build of Neville. The moves he was doing was similar to Neville's. That's why I'm like, yo, is it going to be the big reveal? He's going to pull the fucking mask off and it's going to be him? Dude, I was I was begging for it like you, that would have been crazy because i'm like who the fuck is bandito i never heard this nigga. like who is this guy like uh like so that's why i was like yeah this that might be it, it and he had the him. long hair like yeah man oh man that that'd have been wild to me i was just sitting here the whole, the whole during the whole match when we were watching i was like is that fucking neville yeah, that's what i'm saying dude like he had a lot of like i don't want to say mannerisms but the way that man wrestled even when he did that uh but I don't, I forget the name of the move, somersault plancha or some shit like that to the outside, and he did the twist with it. Like, dude, that's the same shit Neville does all the time. Like, that's that's what right there was like. Yeah, this might be him, but no, he's a legit wrestler, <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, he he won me over as a fan. Like, I, I can't have any single complaint about that shit. Yeah, um, I guess they were a little strapped for time at the end of the pay per view, and you can hear him on the show where he's like, Nick, we got thirty seconds. Like, yeah, so they finished up the, their match, and that's why the pay-per-view ended the way it ended. They only had, like, three seconds left after the match. But, uh, 
yeah, man, you got your young buck spots. You know, we all know what they do. We we seen what Coda can do. Uh, I've been seeing Ray Phoenix recently on Impact. We all know what Ray does, but like I said, yeah, Bandito to me was a standout, man. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Uh, I'll definitely, I've never heard of him, obviously. So for me, anytime you can put on a performance like that, you know, you're gonna get over it with me. He so. was doing like hella shit that like nobody in, is doing right now too. I mean, I, I know I just said that he was doing a lot of Neville shit, but like um, he did some like spinning shit from the top rope. Like a spinning crossbody, like that was dope. Then that like uh, backflip fallaway slam he did off the top rope with I forget who he had in his hands, like that was dope to me too. Like okay, like yeah. Uh, all in all, though, great match. I believe yeah, Bucks go over, of course, you know, yeah. got to. And the pay per view comes to an end. We don't get to see the speech on the pay per view. I didn't see it till, like a couple of days later after after the fact. But Damn, you know, I haven't seen it. Yeah, Cody and the Bucks came out and you know did their little thank you speeches and all that shit. And yeah, all in all, pay per view's done. Uh, so what's your takeaway from it? Do you think that you want a all in too, or if not a sequel to All In, do you want more events like this where all indie promotions and indie wrestlers come together, or do you just it was nice for a one off? Now let's get them in the in, in the Fed, or like what's your takeaway from this? It's it's hard to say because it's not one promotion, so it's it's not like. You know, this is uh, Ring of Honor or New Japan. So it's it's hard to say. I Obviously, we should have another one, but you know, what's going to happen with it? Are, are, is there going to be like a cross-promotion shit, what, four times a year or something? Have four all-ins in a year or something like that? Because obviously, <clears throat> you saw how the crowd was re- reacting the whole night, and a lot of the shit was just awesome. Yeah. So... You know, I don't know if Cody's going to try to go to the NWA or what and maybe get, like, a promotion in in America popping enough to maybe compete with the WWE. That would be ideal. Like, that's what I got out of it. Like, you see what's possible. And you see there's other fans out there that not are are all WWE fans. So, hopefully, we get something out of this, not just maybe one or two pay-per-views a year. I hope, you know, this grows into something more. All in all, how would you rate the pay-per-view from top to bottom? How many stars would you give it? I'd probably give it like four, four and a half, somewhere in between there. Yeah, I'm going to have to say I'm I'm going to go with a four, solid four, just because, like, given the the circumstances, like, I don't want to overhype it just because, you know, I fuck with the guys and shit. Like, I don't want to overhype it, but just to keep it a buck. All in all, I thought it was a four-star pay-per-view, you know, from the pyro to the presentation of the cameras, from the stage, from the matches that we got, the quality of matches we got. I got to say, that's better. That, was, that pay-per-view alone was better than, I think, anything WWE, besides NXT, excluding NXT. I think that's the best pay-per-view, WWE, better than the WWE pay-per-view they've done all year. In 2018, I think All In blew out all the fucking WWE pay-per-views just with their one shot in the dark to see how this shit went, and they, they completely knocked it out the park. Yeah, uh, I totally agree with you, obviously excluding NXT. Uh, yeah, Vince needs to uh, open his fucking eyes. Like, yeah, you don't you don't have to be the WWE to put on a fucking dope show, man. Times are a-changing, man. I mean, I, I really feel like this pay-per-view did a lot for the... Because at first I was confused. I didn't know what fucking people were meaning. Like, what is going to change? Like, everyone's going to go back to their promotions and do what they do after this. But after it's been done and, you know, I've had a week to think about shit, it's like, yeah, like, this is opening a lot of different doors. 
obviously these guys are willing to play fair with each other, you know, by having their talent go. So WWE, you going like you said, they need to open their eyes, man. Cause shit is going to change and you never know. They might fuck around and the the bull the kids that are bullied might fucking team up to take down the bully on your ass. Like, okay, like we can't do this shit solo, but if we all come together to do a product, like WWE is gonna be in fucking trouble. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you if you if you're putting on shows of this much quality, yeah. Because, I'm sorry, like, WWE has, sometimes, bro, they have shit pay-per-views. Yeah. And and there's no fucking reason why you should have shit pay-per-views with the roster you're having. And then you have all these guys come together and just throw a dope fucking pay-per-view. Like, open your eyes. Like, you guys need to up your quality. Because if this, if they want, if they want, they can, they can compete with you and might fuck around and get some ratings on your ass. For real, dude. So, it's, it's, it's really... I hope I hope Vince watched the shit. I really, I really do. do. I really hope he watched it, man. Just just to see, like you can't be that much in your own bubble. You got to be aware of what the fuck's going on around you. Or man. or if if he didn't watch it, someone around to watch it and told him like, yeah, bro, like this was actually good. <laughs> like we can't fuck around right now. Really? Obvi- obviously, it's no immediate threat, but you this see the possibility. Picking up steam. It's good. Oh, it's gonna be bad. All bad. Yeah, because. I'm, I'm sorry. To me, the match of the night was the girls' match. Yep. I and mean. they fucking showed out. And that's shitting on any match that you've had this year as a girls' match. I can agree. But but that's that. But that's because you have booked shit wrong. To yeah. Me. It's because you Not haven't because done you it. don't have the talent. Just because you guys fucking suck at booking. <laughs> but once again, I digress. I can't book it. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, man, I think that's going to bring it to the end of the show, man. All in all, congrats to Cody and the Bucks for putting on a great product, man. Hopefully, you know, you guys fulfilled your hunger that you had for this project. Hopefully you guys got everything out of it that you wanted, and I'm interested in seeing what the, the future holds for these guys, man. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, I guess this is going to be all for this week. It's just an all-in special. Nothing really happened of interest, really, besides I guess I could pose this question to you just so we could speak on it real quick, really quick. Drake Maverick managing AOP, is that not the stupidest shit ever? Because he's playing people on Twitter when people are telling him that it's fucking stupid, and he's like, oh, it's nice to, for you to think that your opinion matters. Like, it does matter, dickface. Like, we're fans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, motherfucker, stop watching your little 205 Live. What the, you trust me, you ain't going to be having too much going on. So, uh, uh, I'm, so I, I just want to know why is he never coming back to the ring? I don't know. That's when I first heard about him heading over to WWE. I figured he was going to be in some capacity of cruiserweight. You know what I mean? Like, but they just stuck him in this manager role, and now he's a manager at AOP. Like that shit, it just blows me. It's dumb. I'd rather see him in the ring or just the two hundred five live general manager. Yeah, I, uh, especially on two hundred five live when uh, Mustafa Ali came up. I was like, oh, I saw you. Yeah. He's like, don't don't worry about what I do on my Monday nights. Yeah, man. I'm just like that shit's dumb. Yeah. That shit's dumb. Just another dumb thing, man. I just wanted to bring that up and see how you felt about I, it. I did want to bring up uh, Velveteen working with Evolve and uh, working with, you know, outside of the WWE. I feel like that's kind of Vince's way of, obviously he's done it in the past. You know, they've, they've had that. But to let one of your top talents just go work in another promotion is pretty wild to me. Oh, but that's why I was telling you off, Mike. Like, they got these little 
you know, they got their little backdoor deals and shit. That's why Gabe, uh, whatever his last name is, like he's from Evolve and he be doing shit for WWE now. So don't read too much into it. It's not a talent exchange or nothing. It's just they're an unofficial branch off of WWE now. So that's why you're going to be able to see shit like that or they'll send over a wrestler for a squash match or something like that. So, yeah, I mean... I just, I, I, just, I, mean, I just like the promo he did for it. You know, he had a whole promo for it, and I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind watching it. I mean, shit, wasn't it this weekend? But it was probably just, what, a live event. It wasn't yeah, for pr- tape. Yeah, probably was some yeah. one of their I events. mean, I wouldn't mind watching it to see him, you know, just how he would mix it up with somebody else outside of NXT. But, shit, hopefully sometimes some of these other promotions that WWE's messing with, give them a spot on the network, shit. Yeah. Well, start putting Evolve on the network, man. Shit, there's there's more revenue for you. But uh, does that uh, cover everything for you? Uh, I don't know if you wanted to talk about the Undertaker Shawn Michaels shit. Uh, oh, I was just going. I was going to touch on it and just say like that. Just shows you like that's just great promo work. You know, what I mean, two fucking legends that can fucking get a, make a story compelling. Well, well, I don't know if you got that vibe. It felt like. Shawn Michaels was going to try to get involved in the match and maybe it'd be a uh, triple threat. Because the way, the way Undertaker left, he's like, what, are you scared? And, you know, try to make it, Shawn played it off like, now he's really thinking about wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, I could see, if I had to take a guess, I could see Shawn maybe getting involved in the match in, in Australia and then maybe them pushing it for a WrestleMania. Since he's Mr. WrestleMania, I can see them maybe doing that, especially if they're going to pull him out for one last time. Like that, that would, I would assume that they would do it for WrestleMania. But like he's going to have, I feel he's going to definitely have some type of involvement and do something at the Australia show, though. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else. Yeah. Uh, next week we'll end up covering uh, the May Young Classic. We'll probably end up doing the first rounds. I think obviously it's still going to be continuing on, so we'll just wait for the first round to wrap up, and we'll be giving you guys our opinion on that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as as this, uh, yeah, we're just going to end up cutting this one today. And uh, until then, till next week, we're going to end up hollering at y'all though. All right, guys.